Okay, hi Noah, thanks for joining the podcast. Really excited to have you here. What do you prefer me to call you? Is it Noah or is it the last Astro? Which one? You can call me Astro, you can call me Noah, either way it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, is there any preference or my preference? No, I haven't really had a preference to be honest. Yeah, like I used to have a roommate call me Astro and family who's called me Astro, so at this point, like it's normal to me. Yeah. Where where did that where did that come from? Why did they call you Astro? Why do they call me Astro? Oh, that's a long story, bro. Um, tell me, tell me. So, so a couple of years ago, uh, when I first started gaming and I was playing Modern Warfare, uh, I was trying to figure out like, like some type of gamer tag, you know, like just just something that I could use that didn't have anything to do with my name, but like a name or a gamer tag that could kind of stick. And because like I used to play a lot of uh, Modern Warfare, especially during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no. This is actually like back in like the Rocket League days, like before Modern Warfare even came out. So. Um, I was a big fan of Travis Scott growing up, uh, yeah. his music like had a really big impact on me and just like the way I kind of went about things, uh, especially like when I was really young and like, I learned about his story at a young age, like Travis Scott's name came from two different people. One of them was his uncle and the other one was, uh, Kid Cudi, Scott yeah, Muscutty. Yeah, yeah. He combined the two names of his uncle and Scott Muscutty to come up with the name Travis Scott. Um, so when I was thinking about like my gamer tag, like I, I wanted it to have something to do with him, something that like that was kind of relevant, and that was kind of around the same time that he was teasing Astroworld. Yeah, yeah. And then it got to a point where like, I've, like my my name, my gamer tag was like Astro TVC or some shit. And then <laughs> when I first started creating content and I came up with like my Instagram and my socials, like I was trying to come up with a name that like would stick because I didn't want to be one of those guys that like ended up changing the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, after like a week of just like cooking up ideas, like. The last Astro made sense. Like there was other people out there that I've seen with the same gamer tag, but like none of them are gonna have the same legacy that I will, you know. And that's kind of where I was going with the name. And ever since the name just stuck, like it got to a point where Astro became like my main name. Like my roommates call me Astro. Like my roommates here call me Astro. People at work call me Astro. Um, I don't know. It's kind of just stuck at this point. So you talked about legacy. What do you mean? What do you mean about legacy? What kind of legacy are you looking to kind of push towards? To just out of curiosity. Um, as a streamer, I think that there's been a lot of people who have gone through a lot of deep shit, um, and a lot of people who can like kind of be suicidal. Like I know what it was like in high school to have to go through that. And I think as a streamer, I, I really started streaming as a way to reach out to people and to find people like beyond like my circle of like the local community. Yeah. yeah, Just like find a way to help them. You know, like I wanted to just like, like have people come and chat and like open up to me about certain things or. Um, just kind of just talk to me about anything personal. And it got to a point where like multiple people have come to me throughout like my years of content creation and talk to me about this type of stuff. And, and, you know, to this day, like these, these people are still here, you know, like they, they, they felt safe enough to like open up to me about their, about their thoughts and like what they were contemplating and stuff. And I, it was really weird to think about, you know, but I think that if I hadn't started streaming, then like a lot of these people that I know now, I wouldn't know who they are and I wouldn't have had the ability to be able to speak to them on certain things or like speak to them on a deeper level to help them get through like those suicidal thoughts and shit like that. So that was kind of where it all started. My legacy, like what I, what I want to have happen by the time I die. Um, yeah. Explain to me about that. I want the name and the brand to be something that can go on forever. Like, like I want to be able to make sure that I have a clothing brand with the brand, like with the name. Um, I want to build like some type of media agency that provides jobs for other content creators and videographers to help create content. Um, so something that's be... so something that's long lasting, something that's still here whilst you're not. I think is, yeah. is that fair to say? 
Yeah. And I also like, I have a passion for the music industry and I want to be able to like film a documentary at some point with like multiple artists of like the process of them building the music. Like if I could go into a studio and film them like in the studio, cooking up a song or something. And yeah. by the end of it, like I can have this long ass documentary of a combination of every artist that I've ever worked with. And that could be a part of the legacy that I leave behind too. Um, because like, bro, I'm some random dude from the middle of nowhere. I, I was a nobody like three years ago. And, you know, now um, after picking up a camera and just started filming and, and streaming and all of this stuff, like I've had opportunities to work with like really high level people like Emily Choppa. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Mike Trout. I've got to work with Mike Trout uh, through this company. Um, we're about to go meet. We're about to go to L.A. this weekend to go meet Phase Rain. And potentially. Oh, is, is it with Phase Rain? I thought it was with Phase Rug. No, it's with Phase Rain. Yeah. We're, yeah, um, yeah. Oh. we're going to build a, and set up a PC for him and yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially do it on stream. <laughs> exciting, exciting. Yeah, 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 it's really exciting, man. Um, we are, do, you, do you know who clicks is too? Yeah, yeah, from the Fortnite stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually have to go to Dallas before we go to LA, and yeah. I, people have been telling me that I look like clicks since like the beginning of my content creation, like since I started making content. You do, and, you do. And well, I'm about to go meet him on Friday, so we're gonna find out if I look like him or not. And what are you gonna do? Is it the same sort of thing, like set up a whole PC for him as well? Are you gonna stream that as well? Yeah, so me and Pitt are going to like actually build his PC live on stream, and then I'm probably gonna have a segment where like I'm gonna interview him, and it's gonna be yeah, like yeah. a back and forth between me and him, and yeah, we're gonna yeah. find out if I actually look like him or not. Yeah, nah, you you honestly person. do, you really do. You you yeah. look like you would be his cousin or something, but I mean that like the nicest <laughs> way and like the most positive yeah, way. Nah, it's all right, bro. Like my stream has been calling me with the Walmart clicks for fucking years now. So oh okay. my, really? Yeah, it's all right though. Yeah. So I mean, I'm curious of like how those collaborations come about. Are you willing to share a little bit of information about that? Not talking about figures or anything like that, because you mentioned you just got the text. Was it through a text? Was it through an email? Was it through social media? Could you elaborate? Or so the company, um, the CEO of Paradox Customs, like he's connected really well with a lot yeah. of a lot of people in the industry, a lot of rappers, um, a lot of artists, a lot of just just anything really in general he, he he knows a lot of people and the people he knows know other people and like honestly like it, it really is just a matter of who you know you know because he yeah, said that yeah. like in the beginning um he was building pcs for like cdl players and people in the cod community yeah, and yeah the people in the cod community knew people who knew a friend and eventually like word of mouth just started happening and it got to a point where like once he started building a pc for like emily choppa um doja cat drake really? like all these headlines started coming out more and more people started reaching out to him like yo like i need i need a pc can you take care of me type shit and he's just been helping every single one of them out at this point i think it's just kind of a matter of like who you know you know like if you have a contact who knows someone else then and you know how to do something then they're going to hit you up about it yeah that, that's all it is true. really you know it's just it's just having connections it's just having a network of people and that's that's how he did it so interesting so how important do you think it is to have connections in like the content creation world or the the streaming world it's more important than anything yeah. else yeah, yeah it's the most important thing because like you can you can make amazing content um but if you only have like your community like by yourself with like with no network it's going to be really really hard for you to build that platform on your own yeah yeah especially through instagram like a lot of these people gain clout by working with other people or they gain like large amounts of followers through working with other people um, and that's why you notice like a lot of people is just kind of like clout chase or like they'll use people yeah, for, right. for attention and shit like that. See, I've never really been that type of person. Like I've been streaming solo for a while. Um, but in order to actually succeed, like let's say like you want to do a video with somebody, 
it's not going to be possible for you to do like a video with them if you don't know who they are. Like you have to have some type of connection, you know? I wouldn't have gotten this job at Paradox if I wouldn't have taken a trip to New York uh, to film one of my friends at a lane event. And because I decided to take a risk and go to New York to film something, I that opportunity allowed me to meet my boss and the CEO of the company. And like, we kind of just like hit it off. Like me and him, like we're very similar, like right off the bat. Um, we both had a lot of good ideas. I was trying to film some TikToks and short form content with him when I was there. And then like, we just kept talking and as time went on, he kind of, I kind of just created a position for myself here at the company yeah, for yeah, short form yeah. content. And, and I, originally when I was working here, I was working remotely um, from Indiana because that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I came here to New York again for the second time during Black Friday, he asked me, he was like, yo, would you be down to just move to New York? <laughs> and really? Damn. Yeah. And that's kind of how I ended up here. So, you know, without like taking the time and the opportunities to go and like meet new people and to network, then I, I, I wouldn't have been here. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. have this position to edit videos for a very high level PC company. So, yes, uh, I think that having a network and connections is literally everything. Mm. The way you're talking about your boss is really, is really nice. But so regarding networking, how does one try to network, especially if they are, let's just say, zero followers across everything what do you think would be the first thing to do in your opinion um i would say like you kind of just have to put yourself in positions where you can meet people that are very similar to you mm. so like let's say like you're a streamer right like you could go to twitchcon you could take a couple hundred dollars get a flight and go to twitchcon and then you can meet other streamers um if you wanted to if you want a job in a construction company you go to different places where you can find construction workers, make a friend. And then one day someone might be like, Oh, you do this. Okay. I might have a job for you. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, it's just a matter of putting yourself in positions where you can actually meet someone. And like, if I, if I want a job in esports, right? Like I'm not going to go find a job in esports by just going to the library. Right. Right. I'm going to find sure. a job in esports by going to like local and land events in different states, meeting other people that are like-minded as me. And if I keep like engaging with them, if they fuck with me, if I fuck with them and we think that we can work together on something, then that's what's gonna end up happening. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, you, just, you just kinda have to talk to people. Like, even if it makes you uncomfortable, you gotta put yourself in uncomfortable situations to like meet certain people, you know? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then you're never really gonna meet anyone. And if you don't meet anyone, then you're never gonna go anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the world that we um, live in, let's just say, let's just say airlines are closed, like, for example, COVID happened, everything was closed, right? What do you think would be the approach then? Is it to make content? Is it to reach out to people on Discord? This is just for like someone who's just starting out, who really just wants to kind of like get their foot in the door, right? And maybe he's uh, a little bit on the timid side. Yeah, so for someone who's just starting out and like you're not really in a position to travel, um, I would just get in the habit of making videos, start getting a better understanding of content and start watching like certain videos on like the type of content you want to make so you have an idea. And then once you have an idea about what you want to do, then like, let's say you find like a content creator that you, you really like his content, just reach out to him, just reach yeah. out to him and be like, yo, listen, like, I really love your content, like keep up the amazing work. And if you can say something positive to a content creator, even at high level, like the people who care, the content creators who do care will take the time to read that. And if like you're gassing them up, then that's going to make them want to respond to you. Yeah, and as yeah, soon yeah. as they respond to you that one time, then like, boom, then you, you might be able to like keep going with that conversation. So I think it's just a matter of just like reaching out to people. Like if you can't go somewhere to go meet someone, 
I mean, that's what we have Instagram for. That's what Twitter's yeah. for. That's what TikTok's for. Like, just just send them a DM, bro. Don't be afraid to like to talk to somebody just because you think that they're, like they're like more famous than you or like yeah. at a higher level than you, bro. Because at the end of the day, like they're literally just it's just another human. Yeah, yeah. it's just that's... another human that you know he he doesn't know who you are. But like, if you if you reach out to him, then he might actually have a chance to know who you are. You know, like. Mm. You just got to take that risk. Like you just got to like, don't get in your head and just, just start sending DMS, bro. Just start reaching out. Like if you fuck with someone or if like you enjoy someone's content, like tell them because mm -hmm. you never know like what that can end up leading to in the future. If you just take the time to reach out to them. hundred percent. I agree. Um, so regarding platforms to reach out, <laughs> what do you think would be not an ideal one, but probably the best one to start with? Would you say it's Instagram? Would you say it's Twitter? This is for a streamer. What do you think? Probably Twitter. Hmm. I would say Twitter because like, Insta I mean, either Twitter or Instagram, because I, it is like dependent on the creator. There's a lot of creators that are very heavily on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of creators that are really focused on Instagram or TikTok. And then there's creators that are focused on YouTube. So, I mean, I think it really just like varies on like who you're trying to talk to. And like, if you're trying to talk to someone who's really big on YouTube, who doesn't have so much of a Twitter presence yeah, and you know that then hit them up on Instagram or yeah, hit them up yeah, yeah. like through the email or something. Like you kind of got to do your research if, mm. um, to find out like what to use the most so that mm. you have a better opportunity of actually like getting a hold of them. Nah, for sure. I think, yeah, the way Twitter is kind of intertwined with Twitch where you're kind of expected as a streamer to promote, to tweet, um, Twitter mm -hmm. will probably be the best place to start with. But if, yeah, if they're not, if they're not active on Twitter, Instagram is usually the, the next best option. What about, what about emailing? How'd you feel about that? I mean, for me personally, like I've never been good with emails. Like I, I like stuff to be more personal and I don't feel yeah. like emails are very personal. Um, I, I, I disagree. You right. could, you could personalize an email, bro. You could definitely personalize one. Nah, that's definitely true. I, I just think that like, like if someone's going to reach out to me, like I'm more able to see who someone is if it's on a different social media platform, yeah, right? Yeah. Because like you can get an email from anyone from around the world. And it can be completely anonymous and it could just have a name, but it could be a different name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you get like a DM on Twitter or Instagram, then it allows you to see like a profile picture and it gives you a better idea of like who they are. You can kind of like judge if like you want to continue a conversation with someone just based off of their pro. I mean, not like that sounds, that sounds fucked up, but like, nah. like, okay. If I know what you mean. Like, I know what you're trying to say to me so. on Instagram. Yeah with like no profile picture and he's got like zero followers on Instagram, it could be some like random ass account. Like you're not yeah. going to trust that. But like, if it's yeah. someone who like has pictures of themselves, like on Instagram, then like, then you kind of know what they look like. You know what they do. Like it, you, you kind of get to understand someone a little bit more just through like the type of stuff that they post, I guess. So, so basically you uh, have to be active. Well, not just make a fresh account and then expect people to, to respond to you, to um, interact with you as well. Yeah, it, it just yeah. it, it kind of makes like especially like makes people feel safer to want to respond, yeah. I guess. Um, if you use Instagram and Twitter, but that that's just personal preference to me. Like yeah, yeah. everyone's different. Some people hate using their socials. Some people would rather just use email. It it varies. So, what do you think? For sure, social media is going to be like in the in the next couple of years. Obviously, things have changed. TikTok changed the game with short form. I mean, Twitch is going through who knows what. Kick has started to come out. I know you're streaming on Kick as well. Tell me, tell me about your thoughts on that. I it's a loaded question, I've, but I've been streaming on Twitch. Yeah, I've been streaming on Twitch for the last couple of years. Um, that was what I originally started on when I first started streaming. And then one day, like TikTok added like the live streaming platform, 
that allowed creators, but like you couldn't actually stream on TikTok unless you had a stream key. So I had to figure out how to get yeah. a stream key. And once yeah. I got the stream key on TikTok, like I like 10 X my numbers from Twitch to hit like TikTok when I started going live just from streaming on TikTok. Because really? the way that the TikTok live worked was like the algorithm for live streamers, like was kind of the same as like a video on the for you page. Like if you went live and people were liking it, then the chances of your live showing up on someone's for you page were way higher. And like, it gave people like me, like small streamers, an ability to reach out to more people very, very quickly. Um, and there hasn't really been a platform to do that in a very, very long time because Twitch has been a platform for like years now. And it's gotten to a point where Twitch is so big that like it's very, very hard to grow on Twitch if you were to just stream on Twitch. Yeah, There's no 100%. discoverability features. Like in order for you to actually blow up, you either have to blow up on some other social to get them to come to your Twitch or you get someone to raid your ass and like, sure. you know, help like boost your community a little bit yeah, to like yeah. kind of get up there. But like, if let's say if I, if I just went live like tomorrow and all I did was stream on Twitch, it's going to take me years to build some type of following by not posting any other type of content on other socials. Why, sorry, why do you think Twitch hasn't introduced any discoverability features? They have the budget, they have the money. So like, what do you think stopping them? Um, well, like I said, Twitch has been out for a very long time and it's gotten to a point where there's so many creators that are already established right now that they're paying right? Like that are under contract. And so like when those people are under contract, you got to understand that like Twitch is going to push those people out first. Yeah. Twitch is going to put Acts. the people that they're paying True. on the platform before they put some small streamer that hasn't really done like, like taking the time to get to that yeah. level yet. Yeah. Um, and at this point now through Twitch, like there's way too many streamers out there for them to be pushing out content to every single one. Like if you, mm -hmm. it's like a rat race on Twitch, man. Like if you're a small streamer and you want to blow up, like it's it's not about the twitch it's about the content you gotta you gotta grow on tiktok and you gotta grow someplace else and build a following in some place like in some other platform and get them to go watch your live streams as time went on i kind of realized like that's how the game was on twitch and i was looking for a new opportunity and that's why i started streaming on tiktok and once this kick platform released like i don't know if you remember like the early days of twitch but like the early days of Twitch, when creators were first hopping on, there was a high level of discoverability because it yeah, was a yeah, brand yeah, new true. platform. They needed yeah, yeah. content creators to push out, right? Yeah. So like they would put like random creators like on the front page. And it's like that on Kick right now. Like Kick is a brand new platform that not many streamers are are on yet. Like like there's still a lot of people streaming on Kick, but like not near as much as like on Twitch. And they're actually taking the time to push out like these new creators and like there's a new discoverability feature on Kick that Twitch hasn't had in a very long time. And with a platform that's just now coming out like this, if you get on that wave early and you can build a fan base through it early on, then like as time goes on, like it's just going to benefit in the long run, you know, because like right now there is a chance to get a huge following on kick without posting to other socials. Mm -hmm. So, um, so what has your experience been so far with kick? Cause I know you have a profile, you have like a few followers as well. Well, what's that been like? I mean, it's not too different from Twitch with like the UI um, and like the community and stuff. Like some people can be a little bit more toxic on kick because like there's more of um, less moderation. Less TOS. Yeah. Less yeah. moderation for sure. So it can definitely be more toxic for sure at some points, but on kick, like, like to get affiliate, right? Like all you had to do right off the bat was get like 75 followers and, and then stream for like 20 hours or something. Like that's not hard to get affiliate. So yeah. once you get the 75 followers, you can start getting subs. And that sub revenue split actually. So like if you, if you get a sub on Twitch, which is five, it's, it's $5. If you get a sub, that's $5. You yep. are actually only taking home $2 and 50 cents from that sub. 
on kick, if you get a sub, you're taking home four dollars and like forty seven cents, or maybe it's like ninety five percent of five. Yeah, I know. Ninety five percent. You're taking ninety five percent of that sub, so you're essentially making double the amount of money that you were making on Twitch, and like that's that in itself is already mind blowing because like creators like myself, like we've already gotten into the habit of like the subs being split 50 50 between the platform and we just got so comfortable to like we didn't even realize like that's not how it's supposed to be like like the platforms are i disagree i disagree the platforms are already kind of making like money off of ad revenue and like in other ways like as a sub like as when when creators are getting subs i think that like for kick to take 95 or to only take five percent like that it seems a little bit unreal you know like it's like how are they able to do that how are they like does it sound to too good to be true time? what do you think a little bit um 95 really is 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 crazy but it, but you know from kick's perspective like their funding com- is coming from stake and it's coming That's from true. other companies other outside sources so like they don't really need to take that much of the creator's money because they're making other money from people gambling and shit all the time anyways but so what what think, kind of what kind of reputation, what kind of impression does that leave for advertisers, for anyone who wants to do a partnership, a brand deal, a sponsorship, anything like that? Like surely that that's going to be affected as well. Yeah, I mean it, it makes sense, but I also assume that that would kind of have to do with the creator and like True. himself more yeah. than the platform, you know, because mm. the platform could be cleaned up, but like you could have one streamer who's like just gaming and then you have another guy who's gambling and spending all of his money and influencing people to go and gamble and stuff like that so yeah yeah. i always kind of like thought that it would have to do with like the creator more and like what they're doing but at the same time like it it... and his audiences are more on the younger side right they're not they're not 18 plus they're not 24 plus like yeah to push like pornography and stuff to to his fan base like definitely was not a good idea for him or for kick but at the same time, like, at least there's a platform where you can actually do that. At least you have a platform now where, like, there isn't some type of, like, like filtering. You can speak on the things you want to speak about without getting canceled. You can speak on the things that you want to do um, and, or, and shit like that without really having to deal with the same repercussions. So it just depends on what Kick's mission is, honestly. Like, I don't really know, like, what their ultimate goal is with this platform. I still haven't been able to, like, try to understand that or figure that out yet. Um do you think that's the, the case with everyone, it, or do you think like, that's just just with you? Because I've seen a lot of people no, say, I, yeah. "Yeah, no, I know." That, like the way I believe uh, with this cake, like it's I definitely don't have the same like opinion as everyone else. A lot of people like have like a certain like they feel some type of way about it, or yeah. like for me, for me, bro, I'm kind of just like one of those guys that keeps my head down and like I have like I'm on my own path. Like I've got my own yeah. content to make. Like I've got my own shit to do. Got my own community to build. Like like I watch this other stuff that's happening. But like just because like Aiden Ross is like doing something on Kick that's making the, like the platform look a little bit bad isn't gonna stop me from trying to build a community on there in my own way, you know? Hmm. Like at the end of the day, like it's just another platform that allows you to reach out to people. Yes, there's gonna be porn. Yes, there's gonna be toxic shit. But there's also gonna be people on there that like would genuinely care about your content. And I, I try to just like look past like some of that other shit just, and just focus on like my mission and like what I'm planning on doing. So, hmm. can I ask how old you are? I'm 21. The 21. I definitely agree with what you said when it comes to looking past that, right? But mm-hmm. the people kind of pushing or kind of transition over to kick, right? They're more on the, the younger side, right? I think I think that's right. fair to say, right? Yeah. If they're being exposed to OF creators, you know, doing what they're doing or 
creators, big creators pushing, like not pushing, but doing a lot of gambling, right? And that's all they see. Surely that's going to negatively affect them, especially when they're at, at such a young age. It's going to influence them in things that they shouldn't I mean, be influenced in. Yeah, that's true. But it's like that on every social media platform, mm -hmm. bro. Like, and that's what do you, that, if you go on Instagram, like it's so easy to find it, like OF models everywhere. True. Every, like you scroll through the feed, like they're literally everywhere. And it's True. just dependent on the person too. Like if you True. have um like a 14 year old kid go on Instagram and look up like Lana Rhodes, like right, it's right. going to pop up. And then right. not, not only is it going to pop up, but more of it will pop up on the explore page just because that's something that they're looking at. True. TikTok is the same shit. Like if you watch a video of a girl who's like literally half naked and you like it or you share it to a friend, then you're going to see a million times more of that. Yeah, true. Like, it's you can't really get rid of it like there's i think i, I think i think personally you can but it's setting that standard from day one and i've noticed that pretty much yeah. all of these platforms regarding moderation anyway they're kind of automating it as much as they can it's a lot to do right and i can see why they would automate it but the issue is people who who have a completely clean profile completely clean content are getting banned for no reason because of automation um, not yeah. because of their their profile what they do or what they've said free speech anything like that but just because of the automation if i can create something that has moderation right but still maintains like a middle ground would that be something that people would be interested in 100 percent. yeah 100 percent, because like twitch is on a downfall right now with like they're trying to find ways to like take other creators money which i think is they're, a bad mindset as a company right yeah yeah and like you know since they're losing revenue they're coming up with like new ways to make revenue so now they're looking at ways to like find like a sponsorship program that like takes a percentage of your deals like twitch has never done that yeah. or wanted to do that and twitch has also never taken any sponsorship money like from outside like deals but now all of a sudden because kicks go around and it's kicks taking a lot of streamers away and a lot of revenue away from the platform they're like okay well our first reaction is we're going to offer you a sponsorship program and take part of your money too. Like imagine, imagine them offering a way to give like sponsorships to creators and then taking 50% of that as well. Like 50% like is crazy, but before, before you continue, you say outside deals as well. Does that mean deals that let's just say you feel example that you found on your own, that you've talked about that you've um, collaborated with, would they take a certain percentage from that as well? Or just from the no, ones that they get you just the, just the ones that they get you. But like, oh, right, I think that, right. that, that it's just a matter of like, like you, you could find other ways to make money. You could find other ways to entice people wanting to come to the platform without, you know, offering sponsorships to people or ways to get sponsorships when like creators do that on their own anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and um, if you, if you can't do it on your own, like if you can't get a sponsorship on your own, why do you think you're going to get a sponsorship through Twitch? Yeah. Or like, why do you think it's going to be easier for Twitch to get you a sponsorship? You know, like at least for personal experience, like, in order to get a sponsor, like you got to reach out to them. Either you got to have a rep, or like you kind of like got to be in direct contact with these people. Outreach and um, actively outreaching, I think, is, is exactly what yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and and for me personally too, like in the Twitter community, like people have been bashing Twitch for so long, and like every time someone mentions Twitch on Twitter, like it's it's just always like something negative. Like there's yeah, never true. anything positive about creators and like the things that creators have to say about Twitch. And ever since this kick platform blew up, like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, people are skeptical because of like how much like OF stuff that goes on there or, you know, like the the 18 plus shit. But there's been nothing but love and good things about being said about the platform from streamers all across the board when it mm -hmm. comes to revenue splits, when it comes to just like the community and it comes to like the moderation, like 
people actually respond. Like the, the moderation and the people in kick, like they actually care about the community. If I were to email Twitch right now about customer support, something's going to be automated. Like I'm going to get like a bot yeah, yeah, generated yeah. response from them. Facts. If I hit up someone from cake, like there's a chance that one of them might just DM me and reach out to me on Twitter or they'll send me an email. But like, yo, how can I help you? Like they actually care. And like, that's not something that really happens nowadays, especially through the social media platforms. So, um, I definitely agree. I think, um, the customer service, customer support, anything customer related, right. Is yeah. awful for everyone. I don't even think for like big streamers, small streamers, medium streamers. I think the experience, even just from like a business I'm looking after is, is users and whatnot is really, really poor. So what I wanted yeah. to ask you, right, is when you see everyone talking negatively about Twitch, what else are they talking about apart from customer service um, obviously and, um, and whatnot? I think they're talking about just, I mean, it, it kind of varies. Um, it's different for person to person. Some people get banned for no reason. Hmm. Um, no, people, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of small, a lot of small creators kind of get upset about the discoverability features, but I think it's just a matter of them complaining about the fact that they're not getting viewers. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people like, well, if they're not getting viewers, they're like, Oh, well, why am I wasting my time? But like, yeah, it's yeah, up yeah. to them, you know, like it's up to them. Like if you want, if you want viewers, then go to other platforms, post and get them to come watch your shit. Like Twitch, it's not Twitch's responsibility. Um, like it, it's not Twitch's responsibility, but like, even though it's not, it's still good to know that like, you can still potentially like, have an outreach on a platform, even if you have no viewers. And that's what kick is doing right now. Like, even if you don't have that many people watching you, there's still a chance that like, you could end up on like a homepage or something, or like th there's, I don't know, there's just more ways. And, and there's, and there's less streamers too. So if people are going through like the browsing section and they're looking for streamers, there's a higher chance that your stream might pop up on kick because mm. there's not as many people streaming on kick as there is on Twitch. So um, now the issue I have with kick, right, is 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 really 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 similar to twitch right in terms of ui in terms of experience pretty much everything right yeah. um you're saying that people don't get discovered during the beginning right which which is 100 percent true but what about when kick gets big right it's going to suffer the same situation as it will. twitch regarding discoverability right and it what will. i'm looking to do right is to create a platform right a live streaming platform that you're able to get discovered all the time kind of like how tiktok is with their short form content at so any one build, point. So you're building more than more than just a live streaming platform. You're building mm -hmm. another TikTok. You're building a social media and all around social media platform. No, no, not not just live stream. No short form. No medium sized videos that you'd find on YouTube. Just live stream. Purely from all of these platforms, right? Or networks are kind of forming into one. So YouTube is now doing shorts, live streaming, medium sized clips, podcasting, pretty much everything, right? Right. Same with TikTok. They're doing short form. They're doing um, 10 minute videos as well. They're doing live streaming. For me, I think whilst they're technically moving forward, they're kind of moving backwards at the same times in terms of what the user wants. And so that's why I kind of want to create something that focuses just on live streaming. Hence why I want Consume to be the number one place to live stream for content creators. So what are you going to do to make Consume better than Twitch and Cake? discoverability i think regarding monetization regarding user experience right in terms of how people interact with streamers or how streamers can interact with their viewers they do a pretty good job i think that would be unfair to, to not say right but discoverability right is the biggest issue if we can build something that solves that surely and still obviously provide the the right levels of monetization giving you plenty of options to interact engage just build like 
the best experience you can with your streams, I don't see why people wouldn't want to go to uh, to consume. But then again, that's so, why I'm talking to creators to get to get their opinions on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, as well, like, as you're creating this, like how much of a sub revenue split would consume take from creators? 50-50. And this is only for, let's just say there's three tiers. So I think on Twitch, there's three tiers. You got tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier one yeah. is, is just 50-50. That is like the epitome of equal. And we have to make money as a company, especially when you're looking at how much it costs to to uh, maintain a live streaming platform. Um, so number two, uh, number three, in terms of tiers, you keep 90%, we keep 10%, right? In terms of tiers, so like, okay, got you. Okay, so obviously tier one is usually no ads, right? If it's tier two, um, no ads, if there may be, I don't know, some emotes, maybe like a bonus, something like that, right? Tier three, no ads, and then maybe two bonuses, but then again, that's usually for the super fans, right? Obviously there's loads of different, different things to, to monetize, to introduce. For me, the biggest issue is discoverability because I used to stream on Twitch as well, but I just burned myself out and I just stopped. I just couldn't do it. I really enjoyed streaming, but once you're streaming, putting so much energy when you've only got two viewers and you're posting 10 TikToks, 15 tweets, 100 Instagram posts, whatever it might be, you just, you just start to, you start to hate streaming, at least from my experience. So, yeah. So like, what was it that like kind of made you just want to quit on Twitch completely? Um, if discoverability, I just felt like my work personally wasn't reaching the people that it needed to considering the amount of effort, the amount of high quality that I'm trying to push out. Right. Obviously you got to promote, I know that, but if we could do something that could help save people loads of times of, instead of externally promoting on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, because that takes time, doesn't it? Most creators do it by themselves. They don't outsource it, not until they reach a certain level, obviously. Yeah. If we can save you like even two or three hours of editing and whatnot, and just get your your live streams pushed out, right? I think it, I think it could shake shake a few things. So no, one hundred percent. Only thing I have to say is like, how are you going to make the discoverability different on consume versus what Twitch and Kick are already doing? Uh, so yeah, so. I don't want to kind of like ride another company's wave, but what TikTok have done in terms of their algorithm, right? If we can implement that to live streaming, um, which again, technically is really difficult to do because live streaming comes with a whole nother set of complexities regarding your post or your, your live stream, you have to process it before it kind of gets pushed out to, to um, other people, to other audiences, which is what TikTok kind of do right now. You could have like, so like if you're not like trying to post short form content or like a way for them to post other types of content on the same platform, then you could do what TikTok did still and have like a for you page for live streamers and basically make it so that you could hop on it and you can just scroll through people. And that's kind of can kind of be ranked and based like it could be affected by like how people are interacting with the stream the same way that TikTok was doing. Yeah, yeah. So like if you're liking the stream, right, like if people are in there tapping it then that means that the chances and the odds of it getting pushed out on a for you page to another like person are way higher. So if you have people interacting with the stream, then the chances of it getting pushed out on the for you page where people are swiping through might be a little bit higher. That could be a good way. That's, that's um, exactly what we're trying to do. Right? So obviously it's based on titles, the hashtags that you use. So I don't know, let's say, say you're in a Fortnite competition. So your hashtags would be hashtag Fortnite, hashtag tournament, hashtag yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, the topic and what you're playing as well, which I think Twitch already does. 
um, in terms of their categories. Um, obviously, watch time, the likes and dislikes, things of that. The key is, um, since it's live, right, usually with TikTok, they batch process their videos. So obviously, like the computer, the algorithm, whatever, will look at the videos and then decide, right? When you're live, you can't really do that. But we are trying to think of ways to do it so it's the first 10 minutes of the streams, depending on how much engagement that gets, how quickly you get the likes, how quickly people are clicking, chatting on your on your stream, whatever, that gets pushed out more. And usually the norm is the better the content is, the more people are naturally going to interact with it. And then the more naturally it's going to get pushed out anyway. That's how TikTok works with, with their yeah. videos, their viral videos and whatnot. So based on what I've said, do you think just from your experience, because you're still streaming, right? Would a lot of creators kind of transition to, to a platform like that? Um, I think that, I mean, only time will tell, really. Uh, I think if you were to drop the platform, like, right in this very moment, when Kick is on the uprise, the chances of it could be a little bit lower. Um, I think that, I love what you're doing. I love the idea of this. And I think that having another streaming platform, like, to choose from beyond Twitch or Kick is actually really great. Facebook's dying right now. Like, like Facebook Thanks. gaming completely, they stopped. Um, so there's no, like, there's no, there's no third option, right. For like, there's no one like, like right now it's just like, you choose one of those two. Right. And then you can stream on TikTok Like if you're a big creator on TikTok, but like most people can't stream on TikTok. Like you have to have a, a stream key to be able to do so. What so, about YouTube? What about YouTube? Oh yeah. I guess you can do it on YouTube too. But I, uh, I, the way I view YouTube is YouTube is like the place that streamers go to once they get banned on, t um, on Twitch. That's, that's how I view YouTube from the outside yeah yeah it yeah. makes sense but like a lot of those creators also have like big like they have a lot of subscribers yeah. anyways so like all of those subscribers are already on there so it just makes sense for them to stream to the to that platform but mm. for a smaller streamer who doesn't have a youtube platform the same way it would be a really good idea but you should wait to drop this like you should time it and plan this out yeah. to drop it when when kick slows down like the mm. moment that people start talking shit about kick or like the moderation gets a little bit out of hand or there's some type of issue going like on with kick and shit like that, then there's going to be issues with both platforms. And that's when you should drop it. Like right then and there is yeah. like, oh, okay. You guys are having problems with Twitch. You guys are having problems with kick. We got you. And mm. then third platform out of nowhere. So I think that if you were to drop it right now, it wouldn't be as successful as if you were to wait until like there's no hype because like right now there's a lot of hype around kick. People are talking about it everywhere. And, like, if you were to have Consume come out right now in the same moment, they'd be like, oh, okay, they're just trying to be, like, kick again, like, in the moment. The community themselves would be like, oh, okay, like, they're not going to take it as seriously as if, like, you were to be the solution to a problem that's already being created. Right now with kick, there's no problem. At least in terms of streamers in the community on Twitter, I haven't seen people, like, been much of a problem. But the moment that there is a problem, that's when it should drop. And if you have a solution for them when that happens – then yes, I could see everyone potentially switching to a third platform. Me and Pitt were actually just talking about this like not too long ago. Yeah, like, yeah our aim isn't really cool. to drop it now, uh, obviously. We do have to work out the technicalities and the, yeah. and the finances. So. Yeah, yeah, of course. But nah, like it, once once there's like a downfall of, of kick or something, then people are going to have to choose, okay, do I go back to Twitch? Do I go to some other streaming platform? Do I go to YouTube? Or there can be mm. another platform to drop at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, there's loads of more. If but, I were um, in your shoes, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone I've noticed follows the same blueprint as as Twitch. The UI is pretty much the same because there's others. There's Trello, there is um, Caffeine TV. No one has done anything yeah. different. You feel what I'm saying? Regarding us, I, I 
our vision is to um discoverability is is to be a, a norm for everyone right regardless if you're a big streamer small streamer any size right number two is ease of use yeah. i've noticed that people find it quite difficult to try to transition to twitch to to live streaming because of the different aspects that come with obs the different scenes the transitions the bit rate everything right so i want to simplify that as much as we can right obviously giving you the tools to to make sure your streams is are as lit or as interacting uh, as as possible so that's that's what we aim to do number two is um i've noticed that people kind of look at me a little bit like what do you mean he's a little bit young does he have the experience to do something like this i think personally you don't need any experience to as long as you just get the right input from the right people and like you have an understanding about what people want then it doesn't really matter um but like if you were to just go in like with no experience with streaming or like without talking about like what streamers want from a platform, then it's gonna be really, really hard for you to give them what they want or to give a platform that creators will actually want to use if like you don't know what they want. So yeah, yeah. I think it's just more or less like, like it's not, it's not maybe not experience, but just like knowledge on people's opinions really is a, I, I think is where that could stem from. And like what you're doing is brilliant. Like, like I knew like right off the bat, like when you hit me up that, you wanted to get my opinion on like the streaming platforms because you're building one and you want to figure out what it's going to take to make your streaming platform better than the other ones. And it's a brilliant idea. And mm -hmm. I, I knew that like right off the bat, like I, I picked that up. And like, if you keep doing that and you keep like talking to other creators and stuff, then you'll get a better like general idea of like what That's you what need to do to make this platform better than Twitch and kick. And for me, I think that if you want to make this take off, um, just make sure that you, focus on the streamers and what the streamers need and like make sure that you have someone or people that are able to respond in terms of like uh customer service bro because like when we can't get a hold of people if we re or like if we get banned and we can't reach out to somebody yeah. so like, that's i got just banned on my like first stream as well i was yeah. oh dude yeah i got on tiktok like when i first started streaming on tiktok i got banned in my first eight lives like literally yeah. first eight lives every single live i went live got banned every single time and every single time i appealed it I got unbanned five minutes later, but like just the fact that like I kept having to go through that, like, yeah. bro, I was having like 150 viewers. Like one time I had like 1200 on one stream and I got banned for nothing. Unappealed it or oh, I appealed it, got unbanned. I appealed it, got unbanned. And then like I started streaming again. And I couldn't top more than 10. Like after that, I had 1200 people that I was engaging with that stream, bro. Yeah. So like, you know, TikTok, like it was kind of clutch, you know, cause it gave me an ability to like meet new people and they like bring in a new community but TikTok also like sold the bag like for me so many so many times and just stripped away the fucking viewership that I had. And and I definitely like don't want to have to go through that again. And that's kind of why I sort of streaming on kick because I know I'm not gonna get banned on kick. Like it's not possible yeah. for me to get banned on kick. But on TikTok, man, like it, it's great to be able to have like that outreach to people or to be able to have like that for you page to push out your stream. But like literally any given moment, you could just it just disappear and you could lose it all ruins the momentum of anything especially if yeah, you're streaming exactly. on like 1200 or however many that's what i'm saying yeah. bro like the stream could be going crazy and all of a sudden like oh my god and it just cuts like right like, yeah. like that was that was like i had to go through that like so many times like when i first started streaming on tiktok but like i didn't quit because like at the end of the day it was still worth it to have that for you page but now like it's really hard to have that motivation to stream on that platform because like or at least like focus on trying to go TikTok, you know, especially with everything going on with like the, the bill that they're trying to push to uh, here in America about like banning TikTok. Like that's also uh, a big thing too. Like, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen with TikTok nowadays. Like mm. 
And so at this point, like as a creator, you got to find a new route. Like I got to figure out like, do I focus more on Instagram? Do I focus more on growing my Twitter? Do I focus on like trying to stream more? Do I focus on trying to grow the YouTube platform more? Like I still want to stream. I'm never going to give up streaming. I definitely have reduced the amount of time that I stream for sure because it's, you know, I, I work at Paradox now. Like I've been focusing more on the video editing side of things and just making content for those platforms. Um, so what would, you, what would you say to someone now, especially because most of the big streamers are from the US. I'm from the UK, if you couldn't tell. And most of the streamers are from the US. If something like TikTok gets banned, because a lot of people are pushing, especially streamers, uh, their gameplay, their clips and whatnot on yeah. TikTok in hopes to obviously redirect them to Twitch. What do you think they should do instead? Because there's no, there's no company or us company like facebook instagram youtube that comes close to TikTok when it comes to organic reach no definitely so if TikTok gets banned the first thing that you need to do is make sure you have a youtube platform make sure, sure. you have twitter focus on youtube shorts continue continue Thanks. to post the same short form content that you have on youtube shorts keep posting them on instagram reels too. post them to both if you make a TikTok, post it to youtube shorts post it to instagram if you don't have like the the time to pay editors for like um content for separate platforms just take a short and post it to both all right but here's the thing if tiktok does get banned people like to go with like the tide of waves when it comes to certain things like people will go with the motion and like i don't believe that people will go back to something that's already there if tiktok gets banned and it gets removed completely there will be a new platform that comes out somebody will make some type of social media platform that allows them to consume fucking short form content you know, there could be a brand new one that I don't know about that could pop up out of nowhere. Um, th- there might not be another social media platform to even pop up right now. Everyone could just go to YouTube and YouTube could just blow up again. Yeah, true. And just take over the whole market. True. Um, I don't know, bro. There's a couple different things that could happen. So focus on YouTube. If TikTok gets banned, focus on your YouTube channel. Get good at creating short form and long form content on YouTube. And keep your eyes out for any type of other social media platform that's coming out. And if there is one that comes out, bro, hop on that wave like right off the bat. Yeah, like facts. if a new platform comes out, bro, start posting as much as you can as soon as it comes out. Because if you wait that's, too that's long, where most of the growth is going to be. Mm-hmm. If you get on yeah. that shit early on, bro, mm. like the chances of your growth are way higher. Just get, get, on the, get on the train as early as you can. Basically. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. on the train, bro. Yeah, facts. That's a really, really good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. 